Hello and welcome back to AIBC Summit YouTube channel. Joining me today is a very special guest, Dave Police, the very own CEO of ZBX, calling from the beautiful island of Malta. Dave, great to have you join me in the line. Oh, thanks for having us. It's, it's uh, such a great opportunity to be finally speaking with the infamous Yanni. It's really a pleasure to talk to you. And today we're going to touch upon the OTC markets in just a minute. But just to begin with, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, how long have you been in the space? Are, are there any new projects you're working on? Oh, what's hot? What's new? Sure. Um, I've been in the space since 2013, beginning of 2013. And even at, I always mentioned I attended the infamous 2013 blockchain conference, one of the first original ones in San Jose in California, where everyone was a beginner. There was the Winklevoss twins. Uh, coin desk, everyone had a, literally a small desk with big plans. And obviously now, fast forward quite a few years, we uh, came together and uh, founded ZBX, which is a crypto exchange um, based in Malta and going through the regulatory process here. Um, our target is basically very simple. We're going for the institutions. So if an institution like gaming companies that you guys at Sigma deal with want to accept crypto payments, how do they go about it? They need the infrastructure. And here, we are building the infrastructure for the institutions, uh, could be hedge funds or many other um, types of institutions, to be able to access the industry. We always keep the doors open, so we cater for retail as well. But our, uh, our mantra is there's so much crowdedness within this space, uh, but not too much um, people who are catering for the, the B2B, the institution. So that is our angle here. Brilliant, and I cannot wait to pick your brains today, Dave. So I'm jumping straight in. ODC for Beginners 101, starting with the key definition. What does ODC stand for? And what does ODC trading mean? So just to go back out of the crypto markets and the OTC itself, um, the over-the-counter trading, um, it happens um, every day into, uh, in, in large quantities. So and uh, you can buy basically stocks, crypto, bonds in two different ways. Either you go to an exchange whereby there are buyers and sellers and they post their bids and their asks. And in an exchange is very simple in when a bid hits an asks. So when there is a buyer willing to pay the price of a seller, the exchange just facilitates the trade. The trade happens, the exchange takes a commission. So this is how ZBX works uh, in the crypto market. That's how the normal exchanges work like the NASDAQ, the New York Stock Exchange for the stocks. Um, the, which is a bit of a stark comparison between the OTC market and the regulated order book, which we just mentioned. So exchanges are regulated order books where everything is visible. You can check which buyer is uh, selling at which price and everything is visible. OTC desks are a bit different in a way that the, uh, there is a bit of opaqueness and not such visibility. And the OTC market the over-the-counter um, means that you're dealing directly between buyer and seller. So to buy a buyer and seller um, can meet up or you can deal with a trade desk itself. So it can be a proprietary trade desk, which takes basically the possession of your crypto themselves. So they take the principal um, uh, risk in a trade and they're buying money with their own uh, cash. So, for example, if you go to an uh, OTC desk like Circle, which is one of the larger OTC desks out there, you go in and say, hey, I want to buy uh, 100 BTC um, by the end of the week. 
or 500 BTC, B, 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 what it be. It is their responsibility to give you a fixed price. It is their responsibility to acquire all those crypto without moving the price against you. So the value added that these OTC desks bring you is that if you have to go, and I speak sometimes against the exchanges themselves, even if I'm sitting on an exchange, is that if you want to liquidate, say, 500 BTC, the open order book is not so deep. So you cannot liquidate 500 BTC because the first part of your order will be filled easily at the price of the market. But there isn't enough people willing to sell at that price. So the second part or the majority of your trade will be filled at a much worse price, at a much higher price than you want to buy because there isn't enough sellers out there to fill your order and what we call that slippage in the industry because you're slipping away from the price that you want to pay. And some people say, yes, I can open 10 exchange accounts, right? And do it on, on many exchanges. But the reality is that if you're a corporation, it takes like a month to open a corporate account. And even if you do that, every time you do a transaction, you have to get uh, charged for every single transaction that you do. So in those cases, when you are a very big player in the industry and sometimes you call them whales, you want to deal with an OTC desk. So they are the counterparty to the trade. You're trading against them if it's a prop trading desk. And it is their responsibility to acquire all of the crypto that you want to trade on your behalf. And usually those OTC desks are connected to multiple exchanges. OTC desks are connected to other OTC desks and they would be able to give you a price and sort that crypto for you. And their business model is very simple. If I quote you, say, let's say that the price right now is $22,000 per Bitcoin. I can tell you, hey, I'm going to sell you 500 Bitcoins at $22,000 each. What I do is I go and try to get those crypto at a slightly less price. So obviously, as an OTC desk, I can do my profit. And the difference between what I sell it to you and what I buy it would be my profit as an OTC desk, which stark contrast to how exchanges work, whereby they do not get involved in the pricing and the pricing mechanism on exchanges is automatic. So maybe I went a bit into too much detail, but those are the outlines of the differences between exchanges and the OTC desks. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is very interesting. You have outlined, you have explained to us how an OTC market works uh, and you've articulated it very well. Thank you so much. And what do you think OTC crypto does exist? Even in my previous work in the financial industry, um, let's say you are a hedge fund or you are a big player. Um, you might not necessarily want to acquire um, crypto uh, within a large time frame because you are set with, uh, with parameters, say, hey, Right now, the investors want to acquire an X amount of, of crypto. So you don't have the liberty to be able to start scaling in your orders. So what we explained before, the ability to be able to go in the market and secure a price for your large order is the main reasons why those, uh, those OTC desks exist. Originally, when there was a lot of miners out there, they would not want to open exchange accounts, but they would deal with OTC desks themselves and the mined coin would pass through the OTC desk, which is a much easier 
proposition how to do business with them or the ICO booms um, until 2017 most of them collected a lot of money a lot of crypto be it Bitcoin Ethereum whatever they raised if they wanted to use some of that crypto to manage the operations and they wanted dollars or euros it's much easier as well for those companies to go to an OTC desk and they provide them with the fiat they require. Mm -hmm. Great. And which companies or which people mostly uses the OTC trade desk? Um, there's before it used to be mostly the miners and also the, the ICOs, as we just mentioned. But as I seeing from the last three years, there's a lot more people coming into, into the industry people who, um, uh, wealthy individuals who want to store their wealth um, also in crypto, who do not want to open exchange accounts. Um, uh, although obviously if you have to open one, you have to open it in a good regulated jurisdiction. And, uh, uh, but the idea is that we're seeing a paradigm shift in a way that even institutions are stepping in more in the area. And also we're seeing a lot of more individuals Usually they're obviously high net worth because of the amount required to make sense to open an OTC um, uh, desk account. But I think going forward, um, we're going to see much more players from, uh, from an individual perspective coming to us um, instead of just institutions. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And I would really love to get your perspective with things moving forward. What do you think is the future of the crypto OTC desk is going to be like? What kind of things are you expecting to see? Sure. So um, I would like to put things into perspective and going back to the traditional OTC markets in finance. So the OTC QX, OTC QB and the pink sheets, which form together the OTC markets. There is more companies trading on the OTC markets than the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ combined. So with this, I want to show the, the uh, power that the OTC brings to the industry itself. Now, fast forward to the crypto side of things. Um, there is, I, I struggle to get the right numbers about how much is traded OTC versus exchanges. But if we're going to get the same thing happening for the financial industry, coming into the crypto industry, we're going to see more of the volume traded on exchanges going into OTC desks. So I think, as we saw in the last two, three years, there's a lot of more smaller um, OTC desks opening up, um, which can give you a, a bit of more uh, personalized service um, and a bit more knowing, uh, know your customer. And I think since those are flourishing, I think most of basically the biggest takeout exchanges liquidity is going to be diverted to uh, to OTC desks. And I think that is going to be very good for the industry because the more um, infrastructure there is, the more the sector will flourish. Fantastic insights, really, Dave. I would love to get more out of you, but perhaps we'll see that for, save that for the future. And I would definitely look forward to speaking with you again soon. So, Dave, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, and it's such a pleasure. And that is it for myself and Dave. Let us know how you found this interview or shall you have any questions for Dave? Drop us a comment on the comment box below and we'll see you on the next video.